Welcome to the 16th episode of the Disney Cruise Line Vlog Podcast. What are we talking about today, Dad? We're going to talk about the very maritime cruises. Okay. Let's get on. All right. So following last week's podcast on Halloween on the high seas, we're going to go into the very maritime cruises and talk about the holiday sailings that begin in early November across the fleet and go through the new year. Uh, during There are three main you know, sets of cruises that fall during these times. You have the Thanksgiving cruises, you have the Christmas cruises, and the New Year's cruise. Those are kind of like, you know, the three main you know, sail dates that those would fall on. Uh, on Thanksgiving, they'll have a, they've been having a Thanksgiving dinner in the main dining rooms, and they'll play the uh, football games on the uh, Funnel Vision. For cruises sailing over uh, Christmas Day, on Christmas morning around the atrium tree, Santa and his helpers will have surprises for the kids and guests, delighting special musical performances with the children. Uh, a traditional Christmas dinner will be served in the main dining rooms. It's another special menu that comes out once a year. Uh, and services will be held with a midnight mass on Christmas Eve. And Hanukkah services will be held each day between December 24th and January 1st. Uh, and the navigators will typically list, uh, you know, times of services available for your cruise. And then the last major day for the Halloween or for the very maritime cruises are the uh, New Year's New Year's cruises, where you'll uh, there'll be a count, New Year's Eve party with a countdown sparkling wine to commemorate the the new year those are kind of it's kind of like the overview for those specific days however throughout the entire very merry time cruises uh, there'll be holiday events each day you know depending on the length of your cruise and how it's spaced out uh, on the first night of your cruise there's Mickey's tree lighting magic ceremony in the atrium where the uh, kind of between in the evening they'll light the uh, atrium Christmas tree. Uh, in the past it was King Triton's tree lighting decree or something. At least that's what decree. I remember that. That's what it was when we were uh, mm -hmm. when we sailed on a very maritime cruise. They chose a child from the audience who kind of helped out lighting the tree. It was cute. I have to admit, I thought it was super cute. Uh, we have not been on a uh, holiday cruise since they've changed it to Mickey's Tree Lighting Magic. Darn school. But Isabel and I watched a video today, and it's Mickey and the gang singing carols, and um, I don't know if it's the same on every cruise, but the, in this particular case, they picked uh, a family, and I don't know if it was the family of the day, or just another family in the atrium at that time to help, you know, light the tree. But it's... I, for one, loved the uh, Very Merry Time cruise on the fantasy that we took, but it is difficult when you have kids that are in school because you don't really want to take them out of school around the holidays, or at least we didn't want to. Um, and because that's right before like they have their breaks where they have their testing and things. 
And it's super expensive to go over actual Thanksgiving, actual Christmas, and actual New Year's, you know, over those dates. I mean, Disney charges a huge premium plus on bar booking. They've got the blockout dates where you can't use your 10% off and, and onboard credit towards that. So that probably is my favorite chip decoration, though. With the Fantasy at Christmas was absolutely in my opinion, breathtakingly gorgeous. Would you agree, Scott? Yeah, they, they definitely go, if you're familiar with how they kind of decorate around the parks, they definitely go all out on the ships. Like we mentioned during in the Halloween podcast that it was kind of, the decorations were kind of regulated to the atrium and the surrounding areas and not really carried throughout. On these very maritime cruises, the decorations are throughout. There are trees in all the restaurants, uh, you know, there's garland places. There's touches everywhere of uh, the holidays. Cocktails for the holidays. Isabel, what did you think about the Christmas decorations on the Fantasy when we took our trip? I like them. They're very pretty. The old trees were cute. The garland in the atrium? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty. They also had mulled wine uh, that they were serving down. It smelled so good. In the atrium, so that made it was like lighting a candle. The actual mulled wine wasn't, wasn't very good, good but it no. smelled super good. The mulled wine's probably one of the only drinks I've ever poured out because it wasn't very good. However, it smelled amazing, and it was like lighting a candle in the atrium. So that was awesome. I mean, it might be your thing. It might be fine. I usually do like mulled wine. There's just wasn't excellent. It could have been a bad batch. I mean, yeah. It could have I mean, been I the batch. I poured out so. the glue wine at Disney too, but um, but I've had excellent mulled wine before. Um, but the smell, it's in the entire atrium, and it's just incredible, delicious. They also have, you know, the holiday inspired drinks like the peppermint at the uh, Cove and Vista Cafes. And for, yep, and you can have the, um, you know, the peppermint coffee, and then they also have the, uh, like, alcoholic beverages that have, you know, kind of a winter Christmas flair as well. One of the uh, other big events happening in the evening is Santa's Winterland Ball. It's a, it's kind of like a mini stage show, if you will, a little production in the atrium, uh, but they'll come out and go through a series of songs. Uh, Santa's Winterland Ball also includes a special pair of royal sisters that join the party near the end. Uh, I think it's obvious who those two might be. One of the other you know, cool things you'll see in the atrium of the ship, they will have a you know, life size, or not life size, but a gingerbread house that's unique on each ship that's, uh, they kind of get together. The pastry chefs and teams will get together and build a gingerbread house in the atrium. That smells good too. And that, you know. I forgot how awesome that smells. Mm. Yes, Isabel? And also, we were waiting in the line on the cruise for something and it went through the atrium and there are you could go in the house because I went in there, and it did happen. You went in the gingerbread house? Yeah. There, it was decorated yeah, inside. 
And with any Disney gingerbread houses, there's always hidden Mickeys kind of hidden around that you can spend some time searching for. There's also a deck, the uh, deck holiday party up on the uh, pool deck from time to time. And a special holiday farewell celebration on the final night of the cruise kind of bookends the holiday entertainment. There's a lot of, there are a decent amount of family and activities going on throughout the cruises. And uh, depending on the length, in our case, we were offered the option to make gingerbread houses. It was something we had to sign up for ahead of time. It was posted in the navigator. And, you know, you go to guest services and you kind of get your free tickets for the event and you show up. Ours was held in animator's palette and uh, one of the pastry chefs kind of kind of walked everybody through and gave everybody some advice on how to do it. And, you know, the tables were covered with saran wrap and everybody had their own kit. You could sit down and build a nice little gingerbread house and decorate it as you see fit. It's fun. What did you think about it, Isabel? I thought it was fun. I thought we had a great time together. We did. It was a fun family activity. Mm-hmm. It was definitely And then you take good. it back to your room. Yes. You can eat it. And you munch on a few pieces, and then, well... I picked out the candy, and yeah. ate some of the gingerbread. Mostly candy. It, it was interesting, because the, uh, the gingerbread itself was from a kit, but they provided you with a... Uh, pastry bags of homemade frosting which was better than anything you get in an actual pastry bag I mean in those kits Um, so we pro tip use as much frosting as you can on the gingerbread because it'll soften it up a little bit so it's not rock hard but yeah that's one of those events that it was a lot of fun and depending on how everybody in your group behaves, it could be very sticky too. There were <laughs> a lot of mess. A lot of frosting covered hands and sticky fingers and no wonder they've learned to cover up the tables. <laughs> the two alcoholic drink or the <laughs> the drinks of the day that are unique to the very maritime cruises or the Jingle Bell, and the non-alcoholic option is called Scrooge. Now, since the majority of these sailings are all, the ships are all sailing in the Caribbean and the Bahamas during this time of year, the majority of them all have stops at Castaway Key. And Castaway Key is also dressed up for the holidays. Uh, right around the port area, there's a Christmas tree, and you'll see some sand. Mr. and Mrs. S- Snowman dressed in their uh, island attire. It's kind of like a. Uh, they look kind of like sand tree or snowman made out of sand, ish. 
and there's there's a snow effect going on with bubbles right off the ship. Uh, decor there's some decorations as you walk towards the first tram stop, but they kind of trail off once you get on the island. There's it's not really fully decorated. At least it wasn't when we went on it. I guess it could have been expanded, but uh. Yeah, the island's also decorated. Isabel, what would you say your favorite thing or part of the Very Merry Time cruise was? The tree lighting. I liked when we went, when it was Tritons, I liked that one. Mm-hmm. Cool. I liked Castaway Key. Although I did enjoy the atrium's decorations. It made for a very nice Christmas picture as well, um, you know, because the, the tree was gorgeous going up to the second level, and we met Minnie and her third, third, her fantasy. Oh yeah, third level. We met Minnie in her peacock outfit. It was just it was awesome. Have a nice backdrop, and it always smelled good. You know, whether it be of gingerbread or mold wine, or it was just all, you know spicy. It was good. But Castaway Key, I thought was really cool because. You know, since we live in Florida, Christmas in Florida is kind of the same for that. But it was, you know, it's warm at Christmas time. But I thought it was just really cool to see those decorations. And, you know, it was fun. I thought that that was kind of a fun thing to do. So I'm very glad we got to do one and hope that we get to do one again at some point because it was really super fun. Yeah, I think the sailings are great because you get the... uh decorations be almost a good i mean i'm sure the uh you know the three specific thanksgiving the christmas and the new year's cruises are great because you can just go and you can celebrate the day but you don't have to do the uh cooking and clean up and set up kind of for your holiday parties you can all just go and hang out with your group and let Disney take care of the uh, party planning on those days and the cooking. I think it's pretty unanimous. We'd definitely go on one of these cruises again. There's totally. A lot of, activi- lot of activities offered specific to the holidays. Uh, yeah. I will note one other thing. For this specific Very Merry Time cruise when we were on the Fantasy, this was a cruise that um, Scott got off in each of the ports, and Isabel and I just hung out at the pool. It was a little chilly uh, because it was December, and so Isabel wore a wetsuit, but we would get up, have breakfast, and sit by the pool in the mornings and afternoons while Isabel played and Scott would usually come on board after lunchtime. And so, you know, got to see a lot of movies on Funnel Vision. And I think that that adds into my enjoyment. It was a Western, um, but we truly just enjoyed essentially doing nothing. So we did go, Isabel and I did go um, to Grand Cayman for a few hours on that cruise, but we didn't get off in Costa Maya or at Cozumel at all um, just because Scott was, was going aboard um on land to do some things and Isabel and I just hung out. So that was another reason to be perfectly honest with you, 
while I felt why I felt that it was so enjoyable because it was a cruise where we literally had nothing scheduled and had nothing to do. So I think on purpose. On purpose. And I think that that helped the very merry time um, ambiance. And also when we got to Castaway Key, the water was way too cold for Isabel to get in. She played in the sand, but she didn't really care because she spent the entire week in the pool. So, um, you know, it was like fine for her to, you know, play on the sand and then get back on the ship and head in the hot tub to warm up. So because I do remember it was sort of blustery that day. We didn't even wear bathing suits. In fact, Scott, I think, had a parka, gloves, a stocking cap, his usual attire. I know that I had a sweatshirt on and Isabel was also chilly because the wind does whip across that small Bahamanian island. But um, it was still awesome to go and see and just hang out and, and eat at cookies and then get back on the ship and warm up in the hot tub. But my point was that added to the enjoyment of the Very Merry Time Cruise. Yes, you're cruising in December. The ship is decorated. You've got some special offerings, but doing nothing. Awesome. Getting up, eating breakfast, and sitting in a beach chair and then eating. It was just awesome. Now, let's just say you're not interested in any of the holiday celebrations. Would you avoid this, these, these sailings, if you wanted nothing to do with this kind of stuff? No, it's definitely not intrusive. The only thing is the decorations in the lobby that you certainly can't get around. But it's not intrusive. It is there. And even if you don't celebrate Christmas or you're not interested in it, it's still awesome to walk through the lobby and smell gingerbread or spices. So, um, you know, the decorations are the decorations. So, you know, the, the bars, all that stuff was just regular. I mean, it wasn't, was not intrusive. Isabel, do you agree? It was unintrusive? Yeah. Excellent. The same goes for Castaway Key. I mean, it's there when you get off the ship. I would call Castaway Keys a dusting of. Yeah, they've got some decorations, but it's not intrusive. A sprinkle of? Yes. Sprinkle of pixie dust? Exactly, Isabel. Sprinkle <laughs> I will note, though, for those folks that are interested in running the Castaway Key 5K, this is a good time to do it. Um, when you are there in November, December... In January, it's not hot. Um, Humidity's down. There's no, literally no humidity. Uh, it is a very good time to do it. The only thing is with the fantasy, you don't get there till 945. So, you know, you're there a little bit later. It, by the time you finish the run, it's kind of like less time to do stuff on the island if that's what you're interested in. You know, and you have to, if you want to shower, get in the water afterwards after you've run. But this is a very good time to do it. I've done the Castaway um, Key 5K in August. I've done it in October. And most recently, I, what cruise did we do? It on February. February, that's right. And, you know, December is an absolutely great time to do it. I'll put some uh, links to... Quick, quick access for the personal navigator post from uh, the last year's Very Maritime Cruises. Also links to see the list of this year's sailings uh, if you're still undecided on 
maybe going this year. And I'll see if I can find dig up any videos of the uh, tree lighting and the uh, the ball and those other events that kind of happen to give you an idea what may happen. Uh, I know I've got a video from the King Triton's ceremony, but that's a few years old and kind of out of date now. But if you're interested, I'll link to that too. One last thing to note, uh, the sailings on the Disney Wonder, the uh, November 10th cruise is the first very maritime cruise. It's also the uh, first cruise back after her extensive dry, first cr scheduled cruise back after extensive dry dock. And it was just announced this week uh, that Frozen, a musical spectacular, will debut on that cruise. Uh, in place of Toy Story the Musical. So, exciting things for the Disney Wonders Very Merry Time Cruises this year. Well, that about wraps it up, right, Daddy? Absolutely. Well, goodbye. Thank you for joining us. If you've enjoyed the episode, please feel free to share it with your friends and followers. We'd also be very grateful if you could rate and review our podcast on iTunes. If you have any issues, please drop us an email. You can connect with the show via the comments section on the website, email us at contact at disneycruiselineblog.com, follow us on Twitter at the DCL blog, or on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash disneycruiselineblog. Additionally, you can leave a voicemail, which we will try to incorporate into future podcasts, with your questions, comments, or feedback on the show by calling 321 765 3252